<laughs> what a good start. Yo, welcome back to Boring. How y'all doing? <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. The pause. You go, hey. And then you say something and I'm like, ah, confused. <laughs> is it that bad? I'm looking to my... Is it? It's pretty bad. It's pretty bad. Hey, <laughs> welcome to Boring. I actually like that. It's nice. And yeah. then 10 seconds later, proceed. Yeah. Hey, mm-hmm. welcome back to Boring. Joined here by Sarah. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I'm 17. <laughs> How are you doing? I'm doing well. You? I'm doing good. Doing good. Yeah. Got to hit you with that necklace piece real quick. What's up with that? Oh. I don't know if you can zoom into it on the camera. I got a Playboy necklace and a big ass chain. I don't know. I just like to wear shit that makes teachers comment on it, apparently. Your teachers comment on it? Yeah, my art teacher did. We had a good conversation about it. She was like, wow, you're fancy. No, she's like, like a chain like this would have got me dress coded a couple of years ago. And I was like, oh, really? It's a weird age, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's a bit weird. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> or guys will be like, does that chain weigh you down at night? I'm like, dude, it's like 10 fucking bucks. Like, it was, it's not oh, this. clearly it must be a hundred pounds. Oh, no. Shit. Sorry, my bad. It's actually really expensive and really heavy. So, of course, like, yeah. don't come at my neck. Yeah, no, <laughs> just hurting your back. It's like, wow, can't carry this all day. No, especially at night. Everything. I need to take off all the, all the. Oh, clearly you sleep with it on while you, while you sleep, right? Like, well, who doesn't go to bed without a giant necklace around? I don't know. I just like to keep the energy going like 24-7. I vibe with I, that. I lose like a sense of uh, um, confidence when I don't have this big ass chain weighing right? down, you know? I feel I need to buy a chain myself, honestly. I've been I looking think at you some. should. Come on, Wish. Wish.com. You can actually move your chair up, by the way. Oh, yeah. I'm kind of yeah. small, hey? <laughs> There you go. Hey, no one needs to know that, actually. If, as far as they're concerned, I'm just a, I'm a giant. <laughs> <laughs> Facts. Yeah. How's your whole corona, the corona aspect of your life? How's that been um, going on? It's been tough for, like, my entire family. Like, so much shit's gone on. But for me, it's been, like, the biggest pivotal time in my life, personally. Like, so much changed for the better on my behalf but i know it's like really rough for like a lot of other people so so yeah what about you i started a podcast it's been pretty late yeah so you like there's good things that can come out of a, a shitty situation yeah give the audience some background as to what you do okay well Who you are well i'm 17 i'm from calgary i have a clothing business called shamu design currently up running on social media mainly instagram i'm a competitive ski racer and competitive Muay Thai fighter or kickboxing. I also am an artist and I'm also a comedian. You're a comedian? I, yeah. Yes, you should you should be able to tell. Of course. Yeah. How could I know? That's why I'm on a podcast right now. It's facts. <laughs> <laughs> Absolute facts. I agree with that 100 yeah. percent I mean, either I'm annoying or I don't know if people are laughing at me or if they're laughing with me, but they're still laughing. So like that's all that matters. That's as long as you get a laugh, <laughs> yo, you are yeah. winning. You're winning for the hundred percent. What guy you starting comedian? Oh comedy. no, that that's totally a joke. Oh, like I'm not a comedian at all. Wow. I'm usually awkward as hell. <laughs> yeah, you really did. Come on, come on. I'm not that serious. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> Your clothing brand. You said the name was. Oh God, uh, Shamu Design. Shamu Designs. Yes. How did you come up with that name? Well, it's actually a funny story, but my I have an older brother, he's 20, and his friends always used to call me Shamu, which is the name of a 
killer whale. This is why I don't want to get into it. It's so weird. But <laughs> when I started my um, Instagram brand, like there was other chicks like competing and like ways to step up and like make yourself known was like get a brand. And my mom's a fashion designer. So she hooked me up with like the label website and she's like, Sarah, I'm just ordering it. Everyone calls you Shamu. Not everyone, <laughs> but enough people call you Shamu to make that your, make that your, your hook. So, right. Yeah. Yeah. Who knows where that'll go in the future? I think it's got a, my friends like say it's got a ring to it eventually. I think it could be up there with the Louis Vuitton, the Gucci. <laughs> no, I know there's like Calgary brand, like called like Blase. Like that's just cool. Mine right. is Shamu design. Like it's got some improving to do, but that's okay. It looks really mainstream. I won't lie. Thank you. Got the clouds on it. Yeah. What was the inspiration behind those? Inspiration behind like the whole. The designs and whatnot. Well, like the whole background or like just the designs portion? Everything. Oh, okay. Well, it started in April when um, everyone went into like lockdown and my parents are both business order um, owners. So they were like hella freaked out about how they're going to manage it. And I just, I felt bad. I was like, if there's any way I can alleviate any pressure I'm gonna so I started tutoring because I'm also a nerd (laughs) but then I realized no one wanted to learn online so then I started selling paintings and like commissioning artwork and doing like poster copies but like the profit margin wasn't that fat and then I started like oh yeah I, I like I like clothes and stuff like I'm gonna take a jab at the upcoming trends and see if I can get it going I really did not think it would become a business I literally just was like selling clothes and well it's doing yeah. really well though I'm not gonna lie yeah it's it I'm very happy with how it went it, I would have never thought like I was be a business owner I also had never had a job and the concept of a nine to five wasn't really you know like ringing a bell in my ear <laughs> I was like no there's gotta be another way to make money <laughs> I vibe with that yeah doesn't, so you're never going to work a nine to five in your entire life, would you say? Or? No, I like, I'm not going to work for a boss. I'm going to be the boss. going to be the boss. <laughs> Hell yeah. Nice. I got an entrepreneurial parent, so there's, there's no other mindset. <laughs> how, how did they deal with that through the whole COVID situation with you running your own business on the side? And- oh, they were like so supportive. Well, like my mom's a um, clothing designer, custom clothing designer, specialized in like little black dress. And um, when she found out like, oh, Sarah, like, you're going to get into clothing and stuff. We went to her studio and, like, just, like, crafted stuff all day long, like, during the lockdown. It was kind of, like, one thing keeping me stable, like, during that time because, like, what else are you going to do? No, like, that's facts, yeah. Yeah, so I just, like, spent, like, like eight hours sometimes just, like, in there. We were just coming up with shit, and she was sewing it. I was coming up. I was the creative director. Yo, I can't say I'm the best seamstress, but I'm going to learn one day. <laughs> so you have like a bunch of clouds on your, uh, is it clouds or I don't know how to explain the design. It's like white. Oh yeah. So like the goal, like at the beginning, it was just tie dye, tie dye. That was like a trend that was coming into like the spring, summer vibe and stuff. But you know, as you transition into like fall and winter, you gotta, it's gotta be more appealing and more like versatile, not just look like a spiral of shit, you know? Yeah. (laughs) So I was like, okay, I'm going to make it kind of look like clouds. Like that was like, that was the inspiration pretty much. Clouds? Yeah. Okay. What, what like, what drives you to get out of bed? What drove you to get out of bed every day just to go into that, that office for eight hours and. Man, like, okay. I know it might sound like 
cringy or whatever, but the whole purpose of the beginning of me starting any sort of like entrepreneurial route was I wanted to make my parents' lives easier. And they're very successful and smart, but that's just like one of like a really big driving force for me. Like I want to make them proud. I like that. Yeah. We definitely are on the road of making them proud. Thank you. Yeah. I've been told, oh, that's like such an Asian characteristic of you, Sarah. Like you're going to support your parents when you're older. I'm like, yes. Goal is to buy them a mansion, hopefully one day. I respect that. Yeah. And I'm a little bit of a shit disturber. So what do you mean? Explain. <laughs> no, I just, I like, I don't know. I'm a free spirit. You're a free spirit. Okay. <laughs> I don't know what, what that means, but um, I don't know. They're they're relatively strict, but I like to have fun. We can go with so it. So it compensates, you know? Yeah. Like I'll make some bank. I'll like do the laundry and, and, then and you... they'll let me go do whatever. <laughs> Not a vibe with that. Yeah. What is your business? Like, what does it entail? So when someone wears it, do you have, when you wear this, you're supposed to be of comfort. We're pushing a oh, certain yeah. narrative. Like what is the. Um, I wanted to make like lounge where um something that you could like style with like streetwear and stuff too because like I'm a big streetwear fashion person like I, I love that stuff but and then when it comes to upcoming trends like how am I going to incorporate that into mainstream fashion trends and stuff so a lot of the tones like of the colors that I was going for like right now like brown is like a really big color a lot of staple color girls are wearing so I was like okay I'm gonna do like some sort of brown tie-dye and like hopefully people can wear it with their their Jordan 1s and still look fly. Oh, definitely, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That'll pop it. <laughs> yeah. Pop it nice. Yeah. Where do you see the business going? Um, Well, as of right now, I'm going into kinesiology for uni and like the goal was like, oh, doctor, doctor, like you're gonna, I'm gonna be a doctor. Ooh, doctor life. Uh, yeah, that was the goal. My dad's a Cairo, so it's always, that's always kind of been like, my goal but now that I've kind of entered the world of business I'm really interested in like pursuing that more I think I'll do like maybe a minor in business and just see where how far I can get with like social media marketing but I want it to I want it to take off like I want to I want to keep building it it's not something I'm just going to stop like you know at the end of the year just give up on it. No, I'd never give up on anything. I hope you don't. It's never. Really well. No, that's never, that's never an option. Now, when I saw your page, I was really surprised because I hadn't seen it personally. Yeah. But then I was looking, I'm like, yo, you get really good interaction on this page. Yeah. Yeah. Like 10 out of 10. Thank you. Thank you. It's all about visuals and your audience and stuff. Are you working with any like collabs with any influencers? Or? Um, I've done like a couple, you know, like people on like social media with a bigger reach than I do and they like wear my stuff but nothing like not like a collab with another um business per se hmm. but I've done like I've done um sets for like a baby shower which is really cute um and I've also asked some friends who are got like a bigger platform to display themselves on and be like hey I'm gonna send you this word <laughs> if yeah. you want to promote it you can if you don't just just be comfortable in it. Enjoy it. <laughs> yeah. Lounge. Have fun. Yeah. It'll pop up every now and then in the stories. Yeah. Yeah. I'll be like, hey, hey, you. Remember you? Yeah. We went to school together. You want to wear my stuff? <laughs> Yo, fast. And you do boxing. And you ski. Yeah. And you do art. Yeah. Wow. So it's like, what's the limiting factor? And I'm pretty sure it's just that. Um, Actually, I don't know. I'm always wondering, like, yeah, I'm a nerd. I like athletics. I like fashion. 
but like what's the falling factor here like what's gonna fall under for me yeah that's a really good question so you're smart you I'd like clothing, to say so skiing boxing you like the perfect child <laughs> thanks yeah tell my parents that damn <laughs> I was not doing all of that when I was that age no I got I have a really great like um like everyone in my life right now is like a role model like I've always been influenced by people that are like top tier successful and like motivated and driven who is someone you would in, like who is your motivator if you could think of one person to inspire you um my two coaches my kickboxing coach and my ski racing coach they're just awesome I, could, I bet yeah but my kickboxing coach, I think I resonate more with because he's like also in the business aspect of things. And his mojo is or his line is built, not born. And I, I believe that. Yeah. I like you that. You can come out of anything. He was yeah. um, he was born in Uganda and came to Canada as a fighter. I mean, I don't know the whole story, but now he's a fifth degree black belt and like just think Yo, about that think about that fifth, fifth degree, degree black, black belt. belt can kick the shit out of anyone yeah. <laughs> yeah. <For real? laughs> and it came out of nothing and it's like you can literally be anything you want you just gotta have the drive and the motivation no that's facts yeah 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 what got you started in kickboxing well actually it was my brother in grade eight yeah i think i took on the muscular gene in the family Mm-hmm. I le- at least I like to say I could do like 20 pull-ups as like a kid. Dang. <laughs> yeah, I'm not even kidding. Gymnastics was like something else. Anyway, so my brother was in grade eight and he was starting to get bullied. Poor kid. Oh, no. He was a little skinny, skinny little fruit cup boy. And um, <laughs> my mom was like, let's get him into, let's get him into like kickboxing. So set him up with her trainer. And that was like kind of how he got started. And then I realized, oh shit. I want to, I want to beat up people too. That looks fun. (laughs) (laughs) So honestly, but it was also like, and it's not an escape, but, um, we were going through some like family stuff and finding like outlets like that, like healthy outlets to get your emotions out is just, I think the best thing you can do. Even when you're like 10, which I was. 10 in kickbox. Yeah. Yeah. I I agree. Find healthy. Healthy outlets are definitely something most people have probably struggled with finding during the whole Corona COVID situation. Oh, I feel bad for all the guys that rely on the bench press to get chicks. I'm like, oh, it's a tough time for you. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Oh, no. Oh, it's just going to, there's going to be so many videos of guys like, I don't even know, like doing curls with like water jugs. But luckily we got ahead of it and we have like a little setup at my house, so. So you've been staying with the kickboxing? Oh, yeah. During quarantine, I think I got like the most fit I've ever been just because there was no one pushing me except for myself. And I was like, no, I'm not going to. I need to go back stronger. Like this is this is like optimal time to get stronger. Like no one's no one's putting any pressure on you. But I wanted to come back to the to the game and come back to competition, like being stronger than I ever had been. Stronger and better. I like that. Yeah. So you got started when you were 10. Yeah. And the core reason was because you just wanted to beat people up. You know what? Honestly, it wasn't, it wasn't, (laughs) I mean, like, yeah, look at me. Of course I want to do that. But (laughs) I also, it was an outlet from some like family things going on. And I just, I instantly fell in love with it. Wow. That. Yeah. And, um, I was also like 
always doing sports. So another sport I could pick up, I'll always do it. <laughs> no, that's, yeah, that's facts. Yeah. yeah. Do you enjoy it a lot? I love it. Yeah. What's it, your What's your current motivators for kickboxing? Current motivators? Yeah. Um, like who's motivating me or like what's getting yeah, me out? Yeah, you said it was just yourself. No, well, like my my oh, I forgot to say this. Yeah, my brother's not skinny anymore. Oh. Um, and he's he's actually like a black belt, and he could he's scary, like scary, scary. I wouldn't say that unless I meant it, but yeah, um, a lot of boyfriends that come through the door, like, like I <laughs> they got Ooh. something to look out for. <laughs> Who would win in a fight? Who you or your brother? See, in like grade eight, it would have been me easy, but now it's like. Like I get terrified. Like we have to spar together sometimes, and it's just—it's a mess. <laughs> who's the who's the toughest person you fought? My brother. Really? Because yeah, because he doesn't—he knows like how much how hard he can hit me. Like when we spar in like um, a class, like a training session, like there's gonna be other guys that go with me, and they're like, "Oh, this little flower, like oh, I don't want to <laughs> hit her in the face." My brother's like, "No, Sarah, <laughs> block it. What are you gonna do? What are you gonna do?" Yeah, definitely the, or my coach. But like, is that even really fighting? Because if they want it, if they wanted to, they could easily kill me. But they're trying to get me to get better. (laughs) Let's hope they don't kill you. (laughs) Break break me down a little bit just so I can get stronger. That's what they're doing. That's facts. Yeah. Yeah. How does your um? Does people in high school know you do that? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, I used to like be. I you know I used to be like very um like insecure about all my passions. I don't know. I just wanted to fit into like a certain demographic or like I wanted to look a certain way. I wanted to be blonde. <laughs> like, I don't know. You, When you're going into high school and stuff, like you want to fit in. But yeah, I, I had a lot of factors that just like separated me. But now I'm like learning to love it and be like, that's the reason that I, I'm set apart. Yeah, uh, you gotta love what you do. Oh yeah, or don't do it at all. <laughs> That's facts. Yeah. Yeah. the The whole driving, like, one big motive of this whole year was like, if I don't love it, like, don't do it. Like, just do what makes you happy. Like, be with people who make you happy. Oh, we don't facts. have time. Like, people come and go. You never know how many days you got. Oh, I got uh, deep. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. <laughs> Quarantine was dark for some of us. <laughs> it really was. Yeah. The alone time. I can only imagine like some people who haven't dealt with that. Oh man, yeah. Probably hit them so hard. Yeah, totally. Like so many kids I know, and I just wish I could like hold their hand through it. But like it's okay. Don't worry, we got you. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> Do you follow boxing? Pardon? Do you follow any boxing? Have you heard of Logan Paul and Mayweather? I know what you're gonna ask. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I don't even want to comment on that. What the hell? <laughs> I'd love to hear a comment from someone who's actually in it, because I'm not in <sighs> any of that. I am not a very no. Well, like I just like. Mayweather and all those guys, like they're, like they're acclaimed, like they're known and they're devoted to the sport. Logan got famous for like saying stupid shit on the internet, and look at him now. Now he's fighting a UFC fighter. So I don't want him to win. No, I do not want him to win. <laughs> but it will be funny, and there's going to be a lot of money going into that. So yeah, they both realistically, like they both win. Oh, hundred percent. Yeah, like the their egos might is. be defeated, whatever, but they make bank. <laughs> <laughs> do you see what happened with Jake Paul did to Connor McGregor? Oh, didn't he like rip on his wife or something? Yeah, so he only followed his wife on Instagram. Oh, and then he that is his, incredibly yeah. like disrespectful. And he followed Connor McGregor's trainer, trainer's girlfriend on Instagram. Jesus. 
<laughs> yeah, the biggest thing I've learned in kickboxing and like being in martial arts is respect. Like you don't like you got to respect people. If you want to be respected, you need to respect everyone around you and something like that. Like, oh, if I said that or said anything along the lines like in a training session, I'd get like a belt thrown at me. <laughs> or I'd be doing 100 push-ups while everyone just watched me. Well, that's because their eagles are so high. Like, yeah, they, I if know. they say that to them, even in the. Oh, yeah. They'd still be like, let's fight now. They'd be doing it. I just, I don't like that. I don't like, like, how uh, sport is stretched to that extreme. I think there's like a lot of like respect to the sport. And then when all that stuff is coming up, but it's like, it's just entertainment now. Just facts, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. If you could fight one person in the professional light, who would you want to fight? <gasps> let's say, let's say, for example, you're at your peak, you know. Wait, you're, but you're I have a lot of people now. I wouldn't fight that I would fight that like aren't professional. Like oh, non professional, yeah. Like I got a couple ex boyfriends. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> just go into it, nail it in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my brother's always like, Sarah, I can take care of that for you. I'm like, no, 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 I got it. I got it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna name anything. <laughs> I actually don't want to beat up anyone necessarily. Unless they give me a reason to. Well, we can definitely find some reasons. Yeah, they'll probably, sure. <laughs> they might come out. They might spew out. <laughs> <laughs> Another thing is if I'm not allowed to like instigate a fight. Like, is that I, like the code to yeah, it's like, kickboxing? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You sign a waiver? Like no, take it's blood, just they like cut you, it, <laughs> like you sit yeah, down. Yeah, it's like a cult. Like it's a cult, yeah. Like, <laughs> no, but, like this is how it will be. Do not break the code. <laughs> no, but like um, some kids at training have gotten like stupid fights, like promoting their skill, using it to their advantage and just manipulating it and they get kicked off the team. Dang. You can't come back. Wow. Yeah. So I never want to end up in that position. Unless it's self-defense, I really have no reason to. To be fighting. Yeah. 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 Have you just off top? Have you seen the Mandalorian? No, I haven't. Oh. Well, in it, they're like, "This is the way." That's <laughs> what they say. The you gotta say when someone's trying to fight, you just be like, "No, this is the way." This is, what is the way though? <laughs> uh, they can't take off their helmets. So, like, when people are like, "Do you take off your helmet?" They're like, "No, this is the way." <laughs> okay, I'll have to look into that. Maybe that'll be my next like. It's really good. My next line. And then this one dude, there's another line in it. He's like, anytime he speaks, he speaks, and he's like, "I've spoken." I've spoken. Yeah. Goodbye. That yeah. is my piece. I have spoken. Yeah. <laughs> Someone's trying to start a fight. I have spoken. <laughs> I always, I actually do think how I, obviously if you're in the fighting scene, you're going to think of how you're going to approach a public fight if it were to ever happen. Oh. What are the steps? I've just got lines up in my head. <laughs> like what you're going to say before you throw a punch? Yeah. What's like the just, one go-to line? I would just say? start laughing because that freaks people out. And then punch them? Just be like, <laughs> <laughs> They'll never see it coming. Oh, no, they definitely will not. If you're going to hit them, at least scare them. Wait, but answer the question. Who would you fight? Who would I fight? Yeah. I I don't even know. Like the biggest, I don't know, any of the women UFC fighters? Well, like, I want them to be my coach. I don't want to fight them. Well, I guess who would you want to be a coach, I guess? Um, I have the best coaches. <laughs> like, I'm not even going to fight with you. You can't win. <laughs> you can't win, no. There's got to be... Okay, let's just do Also, because I, in all the sports I'm um, associated in, I, for some reason, never follow, like, professional, like, like, ski racing. All my coaches will be like, do you know this Austrian skier that, like, won, like, a, like the World Cup? I'm like, mm, no, doesn't ring a bell. But <laughs> all I know is that when Ronda Rousey started losing, my heart was shattered. What do you think of Ronda Rousey? Oh, like, I don't know. I She was, 
pain, <laughs> pain. <laughs> As a young upcoming athlete, I looked up to her. And then when she started losing, like, <laughs> then when she started losing, <laughs> just kidding. My loyalties didn't break off right there. But, She's listening. What um, do you want to tell her? <laughs> yeah, Rhonda, if you're listening, why the fuck didn't you throw that jab? <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. I don't know. Um, personally, I th- I resonate or like look up to role models that I'm close, like more familiar with. I really haven't thought about like big time fighters. <laughs> so I'm guessing your coaching would be like the closest. To yeah, a I swear. Like I've been like blessed with like the best coaches. I've had two main kickboxing coaches and they're both like just awesome. Like they deserve an interview. <laughs> that could, that could happen. That could, we can make that happen. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder how disappointing your ski coaches are when they're like, Hey, have you seen this athlete? He won gold. And you're like, no. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> Actually my ski, my ski coaches are always mad at me. Cause I'm, uh, I guess like ski racing is one of those sports. It's like at this age, if you commit to it, it's like your career. So really, yeah, yeah. I didn't know that. It takes can't a, be a hobby. No, ski racing. It it's too. It's too. It's too late. You can't just love you it. You wouldn't know. Just like, no. I you know. can't throw yourself down a hill <laughs> on two hundred centimeter sticks and just like, no, oh, it's a hobby. You know, <laughs> no. There's a lot of, that goes into that. So, uh, this is actually, I think, my last year of competitively ski racing, just because I'm, you know, I'm going into uni and like figuring out my path. But my coach is always like. So what were you doing when you were not training five days a week this week? And I was like, school. <laughs> like, what do you want to know? I was actually partying. Is that what do you want to hear? Is that, no. that what you want to hear, huh? That's, that's what they think. But no, I'm actually <laughs> sitting in a office for hours just grinding. Well, I think we finally answered the one thing that's going to fall. What? Skiing. Oh. <laughs> I love it. I love it. It's just it's traumatizing. <laughs> I didn't realize it would, like you can't just do it for fun. You can't just be like, "Hey, man." Oh well, yeah, you can totally it. like wreck ski, like free ski. That's the that's the most fun ever. But like downhill ski racing is like when you go around gates. And oh you're on, I, yeah. I wish I could show you a video right now, but was it terrifying to get started in? No, well, it, you start and it's not scary, and then you turn sixteen, and they're like, "Okay, go down there." Oh. oh. I can't even explain the kind of like exhilaration, like. It's terrifying. Like, I've got so many injuries. Yeah, I can tell you a story that happened to me skiing once. Yeah, let me hear it. Let me hear it. <laughs> it's definitely probably not, you know, as crazy as... You were going 100 down the bunny hill. It's very dangerous. It so dangerous. It was dangerous. So dangerous. <laughs> no, it, actually, maybe it is kind of... So, you know how you go to the mountains, you have, like, the, the, the levels, right? It's, like, blue, green, black. <laughs> yeah. It's black. Black's the hardest, right? Total black. Yeah, so I hop You're on the... You're definitely the kid that goes, yeah, yeah, hey, I ski double black diamonds, just so you know. That's how I know you're an amateur skier. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know the names, but it was on a black. Okay. So I'm, I'm going up the, the gondola, right? Yeah. I didn't realize I was supposed to get off. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, okay, I guess I got to go to the top, right? I went Is on the wrong like gondola. Is this Louise chance? No, it was out in Banff. I can't remember which mountain it was, but it was a black. Okay, fair yeah. enough, fair enough. So I'm just going down and being like, Yo, this is weird. Why am I so high? Why am I going so fast? Why am I going so damn fast? And then I hit like some soft snow and I'm like, it's like, I guess they were going Mobiles. whatever that is. Yes. Yeah. And I'm like, why is this so soft? And then I basically hit ice. Mm-hmm. I'm going, I don't know how fast I'm going. I'm tripping out now. Cause I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, I wasn't trained to stop this fast. And I don't want I wasn't trained for this. Yeah. So in my head, I'm like, I have to, I'm going to hit the ground so hard. 
but I have to plan this out you and be like, it. yeah. So I have to accept that either I'm gonna wipe <laughs> out and completely break something, yeah, or I'm gonna make this wipe out as seamless as possible. It's never, never happened no, that way. No, no. So pretty much what happened was, as you can expect, you yard sales. I took the L. Yeah. I tried to stop. Nope. Thirty feet straight that happens down. Happens to me like twice a day. Everyone on the ground just staring at me. Everyone's like, yo, are you okay? It's probably me being like, ah, look at that kid. Probably. <laughs> being like, one day I'm going to be on that podcast, huh? <laughs> yeah, I'm like a loser. <laughs> no. I get up. Somehow I'm like not like injured. Oh, yeah. I'm surprised I haven't actually like broke a bone. I've had many bad injuries from skiing, but. It was bad. I was flying. I was rolling. My skis went flying. My everything I can, else went I can flying. imagine it. I see it every day. And yeah. I laugh at it every day. Yeah. Just kidding. Best experience of my life. Yeah. I wish I could show you a video, but ski racing looks like. But when I, um, when I was 15 or 16 or something, it was New Year's Eve and we were training a discipline called Super G, which is like very distance gates you're going like at high speeds your skis are very small like very thin and very long so basically you don't have a lot to work with it's like gravity and um, do they not give you the yeah yes you have okay that's a double check (laughs) and you have to have monster thighs like yeah so anyways i was going down going hella fast um caught a tip like my skis are like 200 centimeters like they're massive i'm like i'm five four so Oh. They just went everywhere and I <laughs> ate, it was like minus 25, I ate crap into the snow. There was like a couple other age groups training beside us and I looked down and it's just like a pool of blood on my face and like Ooh. on the snow and it's like going everywhere. I'm like in shock. I'm like, nah, can I feel my legs? Can I feel my arms? Everything seems fine. I'm fine. I probably just got a nosebleed. Uh, my coach comes over and he looks at me and he's like, oh, oh, yeah, that's not a nosebleed. That's not a nosebleed. I'm like, what do you mean? And then they get like um, the patrol down and they're like, oh, honey, you're going to need stitches. And I'm in just like this state of shock. I'm like, no, I'm not pussy. Like, I don't need stitches. Like, I'm skiing down. I think I had a concussion, too. Oh. I damn, I almost tore my ACL, too. And I was like <laughs> trying to get up and I'm just like out of it. Something's not right with this chick. <laughs> and then I found out that. I cut my face open, like almost down to the bone and it was 15 stitches, but I didn't want to, I didn't want to see it. I was like terrified to see like what happened to my face. (laughs) So after I got the stitches, I was like, oh, oh man. Yeah, that's not, that's not good. (laughs) good. (laughs) It was massive. (laughs) Well, here I am thinking it's a nosebleed. No, you have a second mouth. Like on the side, you can kind of see it. No, I can see it. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) You got the battle scars. I do got a battle scar. Yeah. Like it. I want to keep it around for a little bit. I definitely, the biggest battle scar I have is like riding my bike and oh. falling and scraping my knee. You warrior. Yeah. It's a hard life for Josiah, apparently. It's so hard. <laughs> you have no idea. But you literally see like your life. I just remember, I don't know if it, like, I feel like a lot of athletes say this, but right before they hit like really hard, I just saw in bold letters the word fuck. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> or every single time I fall now, I'm just like, I've accepted it. I'm going to lose a ski. I'm going to get mangled by this gate, but I can take it. I just got to accept it. <laughs> Have you ever been hit by a pole when you're like one of your... A pole? The pole is not the worst. Are you kidding? How about a snowboarder? I hate those guys. Yeah, fast. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I've had a lot of people run into me. It's the snowboarders, right? It's always the snowboarders. Always the snowboarders. It's always the snowboarders. If you're a snowboarder, I'm immediately just... Like looking down on you, I'll ask you like, uh, what's your favorite fruit cup flavor, huh? Like right. <laughs> something soft like that. Right. Like what do you What do you get there? It's an applesauce. 
<laughs> yeah, you like applesauce? Okay, okay. Yeah, I see how it is. What's your laundry folding channel? <laughs> Tell me a little bit about yourself. <laughs> just immediately, the moment I meet a snowboarder, it's just like, oh, game time. I got so many roasts lined up for this like, guy. What is your bedtime? Eh? Yeah. Eight o'clock? Oh, damn, I think it's uh, past noon. I got to get the carrots and stuff for you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, snowboarders ain't the vibe. <clears throat> no. I actually met a couple good snowboarders recently, but I'm not going to admit it to their face. I will never admit it either. Mm -hmm. No, never. I stand by it. People make fun of ski racers enough as it is, so. Not like that. No, like you, if you were in the ski world, you'd be like, oh, this girl's girl's a loser. (laughs) I like the, I like the, the fire you got with it. Yeah. 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 Definitely. Hurl my, like hurl myself down hills. Yeah, I'm quite the adrenaline junkie. Yeah, you know, I don't think snowboarders can hit the speeds of skiers, honestly. Mm, yeah, no. Not no. even close. It's not even possible. That's why they snowboard, because they That's why they afraid. snowboard. It's okay. They're like, don't take offense. Like, everyone's got to start somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> it's all right. You take your time. <laughs> take your time. <laughs> we'll go up and down a few more times, Yeah. Right? Enjoy <laughs> the snow. I'll wait at the bottom for you. <laughs> I'm kidding. I actually would never do that, but it's always fun to get a laugh out of a snowboarder. It really is, yeah. Mm-hmm. No, I, I totally agree. Or guys at the gym in general. I don't know. Can't explain that. Well, I don't go to the gym, thankfully. So I, Oh, no. Well, well, I have an at-home gym, but I don't go to the gym. Mm-hmm. That's okay. That's okay. I don't know. I I used to, like, guys would always be like, like, I used to be in the sports performance class, and they'd all be like, stairs on trend, which is like, I guess, like a steroid for chicks. just because i just because i could squat like two plates just because i was the bare minimum athletic female and they'd always like put me on this pestle like oh like she's massive like she's she's probably hitting arms today i'm like yeah and you're probably not so (laughs) it's facts tough talk tough talk (laughs) tough talk when you can out bench your ex (laughs) 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 come on that's good yeah yeah. I gotta clip that. Huh? Love it. Oh, don't want to talk about it. I'm a nice person. Oh yeah, yeah. No, I'm kidding. I just, I'm, I'm overgassing it. But like, I. No, honestly, I believe that 100. percent I love working out with guys like icebreaker date, but not a lot of them want to do it because I think I'm gonna like rip out this like the 70 dumbbells. I'm like, dude, I'm like five four. <laughs> like, what do you expect out of me? Wait, what's icebreaker? Like, like break. Um. Like removing the awkwardness. Oh, like you just gotta go up to him. And be you like, just gotta be like really hey. weird and bold. Like whatever. Hey, let's go hit legs today. Know nothing about each other. You'll know everything about each other by the end of it. Yeah, that's facts. Yeah, and then they always like not. I haven't got the most successful response from asking guys to go work out, but I think in the future that'll improve. It most certainly will. Guys are just scared. Teenage boys are just scared. They really are. They are. How is it? How is it to be a um? A girl in like the workout room. As oh, I hate it. I don't like it. I I well, like obviously like regardless if you're fit, if you're like just going for the first time, if you're just a chick, you're gonna get eyes on you regardless. I mean, but I don't really care. That that kind of used to be part of like my insecure nature when I was like um, an early teen. But now I'm like I don't really give a shit. Like I'll do my workout in front of you. Facts. You just went into it. You're like, whatever. Yeah, but like, yeah. And sometimes that training we've had, uh, you know, it's hard to tell with age. Like, I understand that. 
but my brother and me were training this one time. It's hard to chill with age. It's hard to tell with age. Like for guys, like a girl like who's 15 can look 25 easily. Oh yeah, it's now just, it's, it's just horrible. really hard. And so me and my brother were training and this guy comes up. He turns out he's like my brother's age and oh, he was not too stoked about it. Just like amidst a workout too, which was kind of odd, but yeah, I just get more scared for them if I'm with my brother working out. Oh, I'd, I'd, lo- I'd love to just be in the back and be like, <laughs> yeah, beat him up. Yeah. And any content. No, I actually get scared. Like it makes like, it makes my like my stomach drop when stuff like that happens. <laughs> You're never trying to encourage it? No, my brother won't hesitate. That's what I mean. He's very productive. No, I'm not trying to. I've had too many circumstances like that already. Has he won? No. Well, what do we know? No, he's never like fought one of my guy friends per se, uh, but he has come back from Cowboys, um, just uh, a different man and okay. tried to scare boys out of like my backyard. He had to write an apology the next day. I don't like to talk about it. <laughs> that is a very interesting story. I, yeah, yeah, it really is. Uh, and every single time I see this group of guys, they always bring it up. I'm like, guys, it's not my fault. My brother's a third parent. <laughs> I don't make the rules. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah. Are you, um, so are you the only girl in kickboxing? No, there's actually quite a lot of, like, there's definitely more girls nowadays. Like, I'm, I'd like to say that. Um, is it still a minority? Is it the same as skiing? Oh, no. Skiing is girls and dudes, like, all the same. But yeah, for, for bo- like, competitive boxing, I think it's a little bit more limited with females like teenage girls for example which is also why it's kind of hard to find like um like good sparring partners at training so that's why i end up fighting my brother (laughs) or the six foot four dude that's like 40 and has a wife and children and we still spar and he just like hits my head he just does this just like pushes me away to piss me off (laughs) couldn't imagine grounding me (laughs) yeah you'd be like yo stay no, it's like, it's serious. I don't, it's not a superiority thing. It's just like, you, you need to come very humbled before you become a good fighter. So like, if I'm fighting with someone who's older or stronger or anything, like, I'm going to try not to cry, but they're going to try to get at me. Like, they're going to try to piss me off. They're going to try to hit me in the head and Who, just. Who's hit you the hardest? Um, Guys, actually, around my, around my age. Really? They have a hard hit? No, well, it's not the fact that they have a hard hit. It's just, it's like they get angry with it. Because the whole point of sparring and training is not to knock someone out. You're practicing, like, skill and stuff. But I've gone with a couple guys, like, around my age, and, like, I'll I'll give them a good kick or I'll, like, sweep them by the feet or, you know, catch them off guard with something. And then they'll get, like, infuriated, as anyone would. And then they'll hit back 10 times harder. I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. This is training, man. <laughs> so that's happened a couple of times, but happens all the time, actually. Huh. I thought you were going to say your brother, honestly. Oh, yeah, probably him. I've been hitting the head quite a few times now. I don't think I could limit it to just one person. <laughs> Fair <laughs> that's enough, That's definitely yeah. not a good thing, but yeah. it comes with the sport. I sometimes wonder why I chose sports that make my face, like, the main target or I don't know I could have chose like soccer or something but I didn't could have been the- nothing wrong with soccer but I just sometimes a chick getting punched in the face or hitting ice like it's just not it's just not the easiest I don't think it's easy at all for anyone. no it's not easy at all <laughs> but I like it I like it. it makes me who I am so 
Well, yeah, no, like pimped up aggression comes out very nicely. And, <laughs> yeah. uh, I used to be very shy, actually. Really? Yeah, I was very timid. And like what I said, I was like always worried people were judging me because I'd always have friends be like, oh, you're so weird. I'm like, now it's a compliment. Like, thank you. It's better to be weird, in my opinion. Than I think so, try to too. Be normal. And which it literally has, I've just kind of developed that mindset um, like within the last year. Hold on. You want to put your phone on airplane mode? That's the static you hear. Oh, my God. Yeah. Got it, got it. If my parents, if I open up my phone with 30 missed calls, it's because my parents think I got kidnapped. They're stalking my location as we speak. Very strict. Oh, well, your location's turned off. <laughs> what, me in my airplane <laughs> mode? I'm going to have a lot of explaining to do. You don't understand. I have very strict parents. What you have to tell them is there is, there's waves coming off that, which is hitting the mics, which is causing static, yeah, which the audience which can hear. Yeah, which is messing us up. Yeah. So tell them it was technical okay, difficulties. I, I, yeah. That's a, that's a problem for future Sarah. Oh, poor future Sarah. <laughs> poor future Sarah. I'm going to get a sandal on me or something. My Filipino mom. <laughs> yeah. It's like a lock on target. Yeah, literally. I worry that I'm going to become like the Filipino mom that gets really aggressive and like throws a sandal at my kid. But I feel like you will never, never miss. I'll never miss. No, and I, no one catches me lacking these days. I see you taking the boxing glove instead to be like, you know what? I'm feeling <laughs> a little special today. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Being raised by like, I, not even to stereotype it, but I love the spice that comes with my Filipino mom. <laughs> she's, she's feisty. She's what makes me feisty. They say well, that, that, that. They say that Filipinos are like, um, the Latinas of Asians. So sometimes crazy, sometimes crazy <laughs> in not a bad way. <laughs> Do you, does that make sense? I'm trying to think not, not as much as I would like to think I know. No, this, this kid's going to make it make sense. <laughs> We're waiting. <laughs> oh, oh, never mind. He's asking no. another question. Anyways. The, the, yeah. the listeners will understand. Yeah, if you're on YouTube, you know we're just staring at literally nothing right now. Yeah. Do you, yeah. What is like your um, diet regimen? Do you have one or do you just... Um, Honestly, I, right now I don't, but my coach was... You kind of know that your coach is going to ask you to start doing fights or something because they start asking you like how much you weigh. He'll be like, oh, so like what are you weighing at like right now? Not in a bad way. It doesn't matter. It's a sport. And that's how I know they want to ask if you want to fight because you have to fit into like certain like weight classes. Um, and so as of right now, I'm not on any sort of specific diet. I just train 24-7. Do they, does diet ever like become like a main issue in the thing when they're like, yo, you, you have to hit this. You have oh, yeah. to do this. Yeah. Like I, not even for me specifically because I haven't gotten to that stage. But I know um, at the beginning we were planning to do like possibly some tournaments like in the spring just after like COVID settled down. And uh, my coach goes like, oh, yeah, I just have to lose like 15 pounds. Oh, it's I was like, oh, whoa, that's like removing a limb for me. <laughs> like, I don't know. Uh, also, uh, being a teenage girl, the, the concept of or the trying to wrap your head around losing pound after pound is just not something to focus on. I feel like in stress. Oh, not just God. like a female girl or any, oh, like anyone, just everyone. Yeah, anyone. Uh, yeah, I see it in guys, I see it in girls. I just personally, I just am training constantly so it like diet is never something that's overbearing but pe everyone's built different and I, I really hate to see it stress out some of my friends especially like in the world of athletics 
Is there a lot of drama that happens in athletics? Oh my God. Like, Here we go. Here we I'd go. I'd love to hear it. <laughs> Ski racing, yes. It's like, there's just a lot of politics. Parents are very involved. Um, a lot of it is, they look at your points, let's say, like there's like an app for ski racers to check your points and like, they'll just come to any conclusion they want to. Or when we were younger, like if someone beat someone's kid, like they just hate them. Like, <laughs> wow. which was the case. Cause I was just, I was just winning. You were just so Fuck, good. It's tough, it's <laughs> no, tough, right? No, but it's hard being number one. Am I right? <laughs> <laughs> there's politics and like antics in every single sport, but uh, yeah, definitely with individual sports. That's also one thing to mention. Cause ski racing is not a team sport. It's not like basketball. It's you're on a team, but you all want to beat each other. Like <laughs> you might not say it, but in the back of your head, you're like, I want to beat you, even though you're my best friend. So that's kind of where some of the drama stems from, almost all the time. What do you mean by individual sports? Well, like, like it's, a- it's not a team sport. Like you're you're competing by yourself. Like with ski, um, like with soccer, or whatever. You're on a team. Oh, I it's see all determined by the team. But like with skiing, it's like you're going against every single one by yourself. So you're not on a team at all, even if you are. On you're a team, on a team. You're really on, on like I'm. On, you can be on like Team Alberta. You can be on Team Canada, Team Panorama, which is the team that I'm on. And like I love them to death, but it is an individual sport. And at the end of the day, you want to win, and you want to beat your team members. What's that score thing you were talking about? Oh, it's like the most confusing algorithm ever. It's just like, it comes down to like the milliseconds and like how much you beat someone by. It doesn't really make any sense. But um, another thing with skiing that's really tough is like, it's all down to points and like specific times, like down to the hundredth of a second. So it's like life's fair, but it really isn't. (laughs) That's crazy. It's like, it gets so fair, but at the point when there's like, let's say like an up, an incoming storm or incoming wind like that has an effect on the hundreds of seconds That's fast. and hundreds of seconds deter- make people determine themselves between good and terrible when reality you think this is like a second and that's first to 20th place I, I don't I'm not kidding you <laughs> wow like one two like that's like the space between like 20 spots potentially it's like the beauty standard it's a you just can't win. You, just can't, you win. can't win. You're either Madison B or you're not. Like I'm kidding. No, I think everyone's beautiful. But yeah, that's a good way to put it. It's like you're reaching for that. It's it's just very finite, very finite details. Very tedious. Did not know that. Yeah. Well, that's why I think why like freestylers have more fun because it is a point system, but it's also like more like creative, I guess. It's not down to times or anything. Yeah. Yeah. How come you didn't go that route? Um, I honestly just, I have no idea. Like I used to be a competitive gymnast and I always wanted to do flips on skis. Yeah, that makes I just, so much sense. I just, it, it was exhilarating first, you know, being someone down a course when you're seven, you're like, oh, maybe I can do this. This might be my gig. And now it's coming to an end. <laughs> yeah. It's a beautiful journey. From seven, that's Scared 10 years. Scared me a lot. Whoa. Yeah. That's a long time. Yeah. It's, it's been my life. And you haven't broken a single bone. No. Just cut my face open, cut tendons, almost torn ACLs. And I think the mental effects are worse. Oh, that's where it hits, right? That's where it hits, yeah. Just constantly waking up sweating like, yo, I'm going down a hill. I'm not kidding you. When I hear the alarm come on my phone, I like shake and I'm like, is it a ski race? Am I missing something? Like, yeah. Low key, yo, phone alarms actually do be triggering some trauma. They really do. I'm not kidding. It's... It, yeah, like it triggers something in me. I have to switch up. You know the alarm. Yeah. Yeah. So as a kid, I used to always have that. You have one specific one, and it, it's like 
instantly recognizable. Like yeah. 10 years later, you're like, oh, I remember that morning. Yeah. <laughs> Shit was a tough morning. <laughs> Mine was a sonar. I switched, I changed the test. Now, every time I hear the sonar, my brain goes into like auto mode, like get up instantly. Time uh, yeah. to move the day. That's like the noise, like the countdown. Oh my God. I'm inc- incredibly like, I am very limited by or blocked by like performance anxiety. It's like the biggest determining factor in my athletic career. But the there's like a countdown for when you can leave a start gate in ski racing. So it's like, ee, bee, bee. when I hear anything like that, I'm like, oh, it just sets something off in me. I'm sure a lot of other athletes can like relate. But you just go into like, I like, go into like flight mode. or fight. Yeah. Like, I go to <laughs> yeah. like, like the teachers like time to watch this like video and everyone's sitting and then all of a sudden it starts beeping like <laughs> knees weak palms pretty mouth spaghetti <laughs> that's my motto I don't even know if I said Eminem's lyrics correctly but that's how I feel I don't know if it's mom's spaghetti but mom's, is it palms spaghetti mom, oh. whatever you Stop whatever like, floats your boat <laughs> don't come at us don't come at yeah, us yeah please don't <laughs> but yeah no, that I, I can feel a flight or fight moment coming a mile away. I feel that. No, I feel that. I'm afraid of some alarms. <laughs> I'm not going to say which ones, though. I don't need people coming at me, <laughs> waking me up. Talking about fear in elite sport, and you're like, yeah, I'm scared of my alarm. I think we all are. It's okay. It's okay. It's a, no shame. It's a very scary thing. It is. Don't get me wrong. If you're not scared of your own alarm, you're built different. You're built different. You're built, not born. Wait, no. Is that? What my coach's motto is? Built boring? Built not boring. Never mind. That doesn't oh, make boring. sense. Uh, <laughs> your performance anxiety, is it also in your business? Like, does it transition? It's a whole, like, it's it's like a personality trait at this point. <laughs> oh, so you're kind of honing into it? Owning it? Well, no, I, I definitely, like, factors, like, growing up definitely contributed to, like, my anxious nature. But I think this year I've kind of, like, come to terms with it a bit more and, like, been able to find like healthy coping coping mechanisms with it and find my way through sport with it which is like the biggest thing but what are some so okay so you're doing all this stuff right yeah oh you said in business by the way um yes obviously it stresses me out now do you have a more clear understanding of what to do in business from your past experience or oh yeah like, like I really did not know anything about business before going into just starting my business per se like I the thought of taking a business class in high school is just like eh, whatever I should probably know how taxes work anyways but now like it's opened up my eyes to like the realms of like being an adult and like being self-sufficient and being smart with your money making smart investments which I think a lot of 17 year olds should be opened up to more so yeah, it almost surprised me sometimes when I hear younger people than me being like, yeah, I would love to get into stocks. Yeah, I literally, that is exactly, that was like the one thing I wanted to do. Like I wanted to invest in like index funds and like do little, and uh, see, I don't even know. Surprised the correct, you know about index funds. I don't know. I've watched, I've listened to a lot of podcasts while doing my business stuff for, <laughs> for eight hours at a time. But yeah, I, like the moment I turn 18, I want to um, get on the route of saving for my future. Nice. I my portfolio is pretty negative right now, but like, <laughs> uh, yeah. Yesterday, I found like, I found this stock on TikTok. Yeah, I do not recommend this to any single person listening. Finding a stock on TikTok, mm. yeah, <laughs> good idea. <laughs> I don't know if you saw the snap. No, I, I post. Did you see the snap? 
Yeah, so I posted on my on my snap. I'm like, yo, I just found this um found this stock. I'm gonna invest in it. I invested a ton in it. Woke up this morning, was in the negative. I'm like, it's okay. <laughs> oh no. Long term. Yeah, Long-term. yeah. <laughs> Definitely. That's why I feel like it's probably good to be like pretty stable before you take out a chunk and put it into stocks because it's hard to tell. It's always fluctuating. Yeah, it's have like a good management of your money. Yeah. But like also people who are very heavily invested in stocks are like constantly checking it like every part of the day. And I just don't think I could do that at this age, at least. You have notifications on too. Like you can oh, do yeah. like, yeah, you can Your be like, notify me. ringing like crazy. Like, Tesla is at negative 4,000. I see. I don't even know what I'm talking about. <laughs> Plus like, it's at like 900, yeah. like 800 now. I don't know. But looks like someone knows well stocks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But definitely like um, getting myself into like, putting myself in like an entrepreneurial position and a business position was like very eye-opening to how like the world works, how business works and kind of getting an understanding of what my parents feel <laughs> when they make a big investment. I, yeah, I agree totally. with that. Totally. Yeah. Like now, I now it makes sense. I'm like, sorry, dad, I know I spent a lot on fashion for the last 17 years, but at least now I'm, it, it pans out. Yeah. At least now out. I'm taking care of it myself. <laughs> And how do you find these trends? That's what I'm wondering. How did you find out that, um, what was it again? Oh, trending? tie-dye. Yeah, how did you find yeah. out tie-dye was trending? So I, like, I guess with, like, my mom's fashion background, like, it's just inevitable. Like, it fell towards me. Like, I love fashion. I'm very passionate about it. If I could do what she was doing right now, I'd do it 100%. But um, I was very avid and just watching different upcoming trends just for my own sake because I, you know, I want to I wanna be a trendsetter. <laughs> and... Uh, and then when tie-dye hit, I also, with my mom knowing how, like, trends work, I, I wanted to hit it right at the peak. Like, the peak of the tie-dye trend was, like, around in the middle of summer, before how, summer. How did you know? Like, what are the total Well, you, like, social media displays it very well. And you also see, like, clothing lines coming out with more of it. It's just, it's just apparent. It's in the world. It's like, for example, going to Western Canada High School, the moment super puffs were a thing. You know, the big, like, jackets from Maritzia? Yeah, are yeah. they still looking? One, one person had them, and then suddenly every person had them. It's, it's like one person has therefore everyone has, you know? Like, it, it's just, you just see it around you. Talking about jackets, what is yours? That's a fashion statement right oh, thank there. Thank you. It's from a place called Nine Times in Calgary. Uh, yeah, I I like finding little staple pieces. They're worth the investment, I, I would say. I agree with that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so... <laughs> <laughs> Oh, vintage. Do you like vintage clothing? Yeah. You know what? That's actually, I, you know, my business is not just tie-dye. I actually did a lot of like reworked um, vintage pieces and stuff. Like um, I used to go thrifting all the time and a lot of brands were um, getting big off like reworking them. Reworking like as in like cropping something, putting two pieces together, just adding your own touch to it. And actually um, my mom found a, like a, supplier who does like spandex kind of material designer brand stuff like I don't know how to explain it it's like Louis Vuitton pattern or okay, uh, yeah. Gucci pattern or something um bait pattern and we ordered that and like made some like reworked designer stuff and it was sick so yeah I don't want to just limit myself to tie-dye because I obviously want to like facts want to keep it you yeah know, you got to keep, keep you got to keep thinking in the future because yeah. Trends are trends. They they switch up. Do you know? Do you have any ideas what your future trend setting 
what the future holds for yeah for the business well i'm always trying to think like a couple steps ahead like um usually like seasons because like when i first started it yeah it's all fun and games until you enter fall and then i was like okay i need to change up <laughs> my was like, whoa, 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 whoa. change What's up the color on? scheme no <laughs> one wants to wear bright orange anymore never mind so yeah and i take criticism i yeah you have to take feedback and just see what the what the people like but also being an artist like creativity is i think one of my biggest driving assets so coming up with like just visualizing things that i want to create i think that was what helped like keeps my keeps my company going <laughs> how about that how do you deal with your friends being like toss me a discount oh no like do you toss it or do you tell them support the business pay no full price? i would i would handle it over to them because i love them mm. i i haven't also like received that kind of you like, giving too much no, I don't. Don't worry. Yeah, my mom made sure she was like, Sarah, no. <laughs> charge what you charge. Like, you got to do it. Um, Regardless of small business, big business, like stick with your price. Yeah, but you have to kind of have a, a um, affirmative approach to buyers and stuff. But I haven't actually had anyone trying to rip me off, which is good. Not yet. Well, like low key, but I just <laughs> they'll like DM me and I'll just respond with my very formal like, um, what can I interest you in today? These are my prices. Has anyone been like, yo, yo, give me this and I'll post it on Instagram? Yeah, yeah. So would you consider that payment or would you consider that? Yeah, I do honestly um, consider it payment. It's also kind of like if you think of Instagram sponsorship posts, you pay like. 30 bucks for like a week or so just to get reach or the same concept of like a giveaway like sometimes I do big giveaways because you get so much reach from that like 400 I guess like in my case that's 400 followers at a time just from one single giveaway that's good because then insane. the next time you post something you have more new people seeing it yeah more buyers I don't know it's it's all like a give and take but I definitely think like yeah you got to give to get some too no, yeah, that's I believe in that too. Give mm -hmm. and take, not just give and give. Yeah, there is so much to that. That is so. Oh wrong. yeah, yeah, and being faced with criticism, you're always gonna face it. So, has anyone ever tried to like discourage you in the business? Oh yeah, hundred percent. Close friends or like from all spectrums of life. Really? Yeah, just because you kind of know who's like a real homie when they stick with you on the way up, or like. Like uh, for a I lot of people, that. insecure people, they don't want to see others succeed. Like I, one of my good friends, um, she's like an upcoming musician. And when she was getting highly recognized, like I had girls, like people around me talking, like just trying to say something to. To bring her down. To bring her down. But it's like, no, like, like if you're going to, if you're going to pursue something, you want to be with people who are going to bring you up. Yeah, you got to surround yourself with the right energy that goes to yeah, like you, you can feel the energy too like sometimes um i get a vibe like i try not to bring up talking about my business or like any of my pursuits because i fear like someone's gonna make a like a rude comment and i'm like that's not the people i fuck with <laughs> you know what i would recommend always bring it up because then if they say a rude comment cut bye i i never try to bring it up though well you gotta like hmm. i don't I know i think it's really easy to be cocky when it comes to making money in any way i guess that's true yeah 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 do you integrate so from my perspective so the stuff i do okay. i don't really put it at the forefront of my life okay do you do the same like you just kind of run with yourself and you're like if you like me for who i am yeah 
I mean, I kind of get where you're going at, basically, but um, I try not to force anything. Like, especially, I know a lot of small businesses in Calgary, like, with kids around my age, um, they deal with a lot of, oh, why don't you make this cheaper? Like, why don't you make it cheaper? It's like, it's a, it's priced that way because it's priced that way and people are going to buy it. Like, the people who are going to buy it are going to buy it. I try not to force anything. Like, I put my heart and soul into, like, my business and, like, all my pursuits. And I think, like... <laughs> I'll receive it back, you know? I mean, yeah, I love that. Put the energy in, get the energy back. Exactly, yeah. I with that. What are the design inspirations? Design inspirations? Um, Did I ask you that already? Sort of, like, uh, just like st- streetwear. Like, I love um, upcoming streetwear. Like, my mom is, she does, like, a lot of, like, wedding dresses, grad dresses. Um, but lately, with me coming to, like, terms with, like, my fashion sense, I've, I have a really good idea of like what I could do if I owned like if, if I was like a creative director of like a streetwear brand or something. But could give us give us a rundown of a perfect outfit. Perfect outfit. Yeah, like if you could dress me, a dress. <sighs> okay. Camera girl. <laughs> Camera girl is looking very pretty right now. She does so. have a very clean fit. Yeah, got a clean fit. I gotta say, I like the neutral tones. Um, <laughs> oh god, I right at least right now I love big ass bomber. Letterman jackets. I like ones and fours, like Jordan's um trucker hats. Like I don't know. You know what I'm talking about? I don't know a trucker. Like the hats kid are. over there is wearing a snapback, but just flip it the other way. There you go. Now you're a fashion icon. Wow. Anyways. How does it feel? Maybe I'll put it on and give you a demonstration. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> I don't know. Um I don't know. I try to find uh, something cool out of any fashion trend. Okay, I have to ask this question, but okay, what is ahead. one shoe? Or one shoe piece you do not like. Do not like. Yeah. Um so you know some people don't like Air Force Ones, they don't like yeah. Fila's, they don't like a certain shoe. I, I don't think certain, I like Fila's either. I but like I don't feelers. honestly give a crap. Like a lot of people I feel like come really become really judgmental when it comes to fashion, but like I'm never gonna judge someone because of what they're wearing. I personally just won't wear it. Well, I'm gonna say it on the podcast again. I don't like feelers. <laughs> you can say it. Make it like let the world know. The whole world Guys, must know. There are better investments. I promise you that. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Like yes. See that? Boom. Yeah. Also, like, um, it's not drip when you wear a Gucci belt and a black shirt and black ripped jeans. I'm sorry. <laughs> Please stop. Please. <laughs> yeah, I literally am. I'm sorry if I'm calling you out, but I'm just gonna tell you right now. <laughs> I'm just not, gonna tell you right now. The what? The satchels. the satchels. Oh yeah. Sometimes I used to go into this place called Lexington. Like it was like the one like kind of hype store in Calgary at the time, and I just <laughs> there'd be these boys coming, like 15 year olds, and they're just like, I want anything with Supreme on it. <laughs> I was like, okay. My God. I don't actually care. Like it's just. Pardon? I fuck with that. I like that. Yeah. I honestly do not judge what people what they wear. I, I couldn't care less. I'm just I'm making I'm making humor out of it. But um yeah, for any upcoming guys who want a girlfriend, just don't do that. <laughs> don't flex your supreme. I don't think it's that attractive. Or that Gucci belt. Like, we get it, bro. You're broke. <laughs> <laughs> You're getting the opposite like effect that you want. <laughs> no, it's facts. Like <clears throat> I don't know. Yeah, I can't. Never mind. Never mind. <laughs> Never mind. Never mind. I can't go down that, okay. that war path. You know what's funny? I 
I notice like when I'm talking with guys or anything, three topics not to bring up um, rappers, mm. just <laughs> right off the bat, politics or um, like basketball. So same kind of goes with fashion. I'm never going to bring up a certain shoe with a group of guys or a group of friends because I just know it's going to turn out to be like a Trump versus Biden kind of conversation. We're just not trying to get into that. So yeah, wear what you want. Just maybe not feel as. Huh? Yeah, do you like Yeezys? I don't even know. <laughs> like, you know those Well, yeah, shoes. of course, I, I do know, but I don't think I would make an investment in something. Yeah, but like if a guy like, I don't care. <laughs> I don't You're care. Reading too deep into it. You're reading too deep into it. I mean, yeah, you get a vibe off someone by the, what they wear, but yeah. I, I don't give a shit. Like, wear what you want. Except for belts and a black shirt. Oh, God, here we go. And a black <laughs> you know what? I was heavily criticized what I used to wear when I was younger, like, I think that yeah so I'm not gonna be the person to judge you what you wear if you wanna if I don't even know what's a weird thing someone could wear alright what ah, those, those yeah, could be a you vibe could, yeah you can but pull them off let me just let me make it clear okay you dress like a clown you are a clown <laughs> fair enough fair I can't enough. simplify life more <laughs> it comes and down the, to the this one down statement. The core kind of fundamentals of life. <laughs> Just like a clown. Clowns are clowns. I end the day. I probably was a cr like a clown when I used to dress like a chick who only buys a vanilla bean latte at Starbucks. I gotta ask you: Are guys still wearing dress shirts in high school? Dress shirts? Yeah, dress shirts. Like, what do you mean? Just dress shirts. They pull up like looking polos? like... Yeah, I think they look fire. Like the buttons. Yeah. You know, they show up looking like they just came out of the office and they're headed to well, the office. Well, personally, I, as you can tell, I'm surrounded with guys who like to rep out their Gucci belt. Mm, um, of course. So, Forgot about that. Uh, yeah. How me, could I? <laughs> <laughs> everywhere. Everywhere I look. I don't know. I actually... I don't really pay attention to guys' trends as much, I'd say. Mm. What is like... What is your notable fashion for a guy that you would be like, yo, that's a dope style? <laughs> Mine? Like Just type? a hoodie? Um, what? No, I've... Oh. Um, actually, no, I want to hear. What is like something a girl would wear that like... I would like? Yeah. Literally whatever she's like, literally that. <laughs> you can't even see it. But if you could, like, that's like the type of wear... So this is the perfect girl. Uh, uh, get outfit. the hit. Let's 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 rephrase that. <laughs> perfect oh, outfit. <laughs> perfect perfect outfit. Shit, my bad. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what do we for guys? For guys. Um. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're you're looking at it. Um, please don't low ride. Don't low rise. Don't do that. Low riding? Yeah. You know, like the snippet? I know, isn't it crazy? Yes, and kids that I know that he knows still do it. And I don't give a shit. Like, I'll go, I'll be like, hey, I can see your ass. Like, it's looking good. Is that what you want me to see? <laughs> I swear, that probably throws him for a loop. They're probably no, he like, really does. Uh, One uh, thing I should probably um, watch is the bold things I sometimes say. <laughs> no, vibe with that. People need to be questioned. Like, if someone's you doing something wrong, questioned. you need your to ask why. Are on your knees come on are you good can you run can like, you run who did this to you <laughs> who your mom you? let you leave the house looking like that yeah. <laughs> yeah um honestly i don't have a i have like i know what my taste is in fashion but i don't i don't have a particular like judgment or perception of people who wear whatever they wear 
just gonna be straight up like i couldn't narrow it down to like what i'd want a guy to wear really yeah so you just show up with like the a white beater kinda low like just felt like loyalty at this point gucci belt black yeah. black pants yeah black top. like just maybe don't wear those ripped skinny jeans had a couple too many guys pulling up in those i also don't care that much <laughs> i'm like trying not to be i'm not judging you it's like, i'm just it's saying like, well let me just put this on top but, but let's lighten the wave like wear what you want yeah you yeah know? at the end of the day you're yeah. your own person you know what enjoy I was, what you enjoy mm-hmm. i was like I was very judged when I was younger and I one characteristic I made sure to bring up as I got older was don't judge people like regardless. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of people got to understand that. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I try my best. <laughs> I know you're trying. I, really do. <laughs> yeah. I used to get made fun of for wearing pink ski wear and that's just weird. No, but it was because my my mom had breast cancer and not to even sound deep or anything. It's just, Why? it's a, it's like, you know, you wear pink as support. Like I would love wearing pink as support. I had a pink helmet. I had pink goggles. I had pink like poles, like, and I got like ripped why your, on it. Why, that's just dickheads. No, I know. And it's just like, I was like, come on. Like, are you kidding? And I, and then after that, I started dressing like a dude for a couple of years. Um, luckily we're still not in that position. But yeah, I've had my fair share of judgment. But now I think the best lesson I've learned is like, stop giving a shit. You have way more fun when you're just yourself and you stop thinking about what people think of you. Yeah, a lot of people got to take that advice. Yeah, I wish I could. I wish I could tell more of my friends like. Like, just stop caring. Just stop. It doesn't matter. As long as, like, don't hurt people, but like, be yourself. Because I think you're, you're funniest when you're yourself. <laughs> no, I agree with that. Yeah. yeah. If you can love yourself, life's good. Life's good. Yeah. Life's phenomenal. It's a hard ass journey, though. Not even, I'm only 17. What can I even say? But in my experience. <laughs> it's so funny because you can tell the people in high school who try to suck off to others. Oh, yeah. Because when, when high school ends, they have no more friends. No, I know. And that's what I was trying not to focus on. Like, um, like I'm a very social person. I love, like, integrating myself with, like, different friend groups and stuff. But I'm not going to lie. Like, first going to high school, I was like, Oh, like I don't talk. I need to look a certain way. I need to talk a certain way. Like, oh, I'm too weird. And like now it's like, fuck it. Like imagine meeting someone as weird as you. It's like the best feeling ever. It's amazing. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And like, um, like popularity is the stupidest thing I've ever I heard. like to think of it as I went to high school no f- with no friends. I left high school yeah. with no friends. <laughs> oh, okay. I thought you were going to say you left with lots of friends. But um, yeah, I, this is like kind of just a recent change, but like, um, I, I just don't really care. Like your friends are your friends. doesn't matter if you have 50. doesn't matter if you have three close friends. Like if you vibe with people, you vibe with people. Don't force it. Yeah. I need to take my own advice sometimes. No, I mean, it happens to the best of us. Yeah. I won't lie. Yeah. I, yeah. Especially for any girl, like stop being afraid to be weird. Okay. Just be fucking weird. Yeah. I'm, I haven't gotten that much shit yet. I only surround myself with weird people. Yeah. Did you For just example, pick up that vibe from my Instagram or something? Thank God. Um, you just picked it up. I this looked at your weird. Instagram and I was like, <laughs> I like people doing stuff because like it's so easy to find a wave yeah. of just people just doing the typical thing. Yeah. And then, you know, your Instagram stood out. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. You followed me and I was like, who has just looked at it? Mm-hmm. Waited a day or two because I had to think about it. And I was like, you know what? No, I'm really glad. That's the whole point. Like, also with social media, I don't even, 
I just post what I want now. Like, I, like That's what I, I find like passionate about, about like my skiing, my kickboxing. Like, yeah, I want to share that with the world. Like, I, I like eventually, hopefully, I can utilize social media to create a bigger brand for myself and my business. But like, as an athlete and like you know, uh, fashion icon. <laughs> of course, let's not forget it. Buy your clothes. Yeah. Now. No, you don't have to, but I make them with love. So. <laughs> That's like, buy the clothes. <laughs> buy them. Buy them. Support a teenage girl's like <laughs> dream. Yeah, I yeah. had this one. One of my friends like, it's actually really been really awesome because throughout making a business, I've met like so many new people, and not just limited within my age group. Like a lot of, like even adults that you didn't realize you could socialize with. It's amazing, <laughs> right? Yeah, it's so weird. No. <laughs> No, it's literally, when you're that young, it's amazing to realize no, you great. can socialize with yeah, adults because you have like this perception mm-hmm. that you can't. How, how fun it is to actually engage in conversation about real life topics. But I've had some of my brother's friends or like dudes buy stuff for their girlfriends and like, you know what? I'm supporting a good cause. I'm supporting a 17 year old partying on the weekend. Like it's going to a good cause. I'm like, yeah, I could look at it that way. <laughs> a lot of it's being saved though. So for what? Save. For, I don't know. For the stocks? For the stuff. Yeah, the, that Tesla <laughs> the share. stocks. Yo, the facts. Stock. It just went up. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I, yeah, my family emphasizes on saving quite a lot. I never want to be too, never want to be free to, I don't know. You don't want to be broke. Yeah. Yeah, I don't want to be broke. <laughs> I'm making money right now and I want to keep it that way. A vibe that, see? Yeah. To answer your question again, um, people like yourself are outside the box or doing stuff. People like myself who are looking yeah. for people like that, you automatically win. Thank like, you. There is no downside to it. That is like the best compliment I think I could ever receive because that's exactly how I feel when I meet people that inspire me. Because if you had never posted those things and you had never done that stuff, I would not have asked you. You would have just thought I was a fashion icon. Just bringing it back to that. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'd be like, wow, fashion icon. Whoa. Whoa. Haven't hit that level yet. <laughs> no, but yeah, I the people that inspire me the most are the people like in my life, which I've like come to realize are they're nothing like the rest of what everyone else is doing. Yeah. I vibe with that. Yeah. I totally do. Well, I'm going to wrap up this podcast, but I want to ask you some advice. What would you give someone advice to launching a business or getting into passion? Oh yeah. Okay. Well, keep in mind, I'm 17, but if you have a passion, like it doesn't matter what it is. It can be video games, your sport. I don't even care. It doesn't matter. Like, if you have the, like, ability to devote it and adapt to changes, like, just fucking go for it. Because it was the best decision I've ever made in my life. Like, I'm only 17. Again, I'm prefacing that. But um, you're so much happier when you just pour yourself into things that you love. And if that is a business, if that's, like, little jewelry. I know a lot of people, a lot of girls, like, are making jewelry and stuff, for example. Like, just do it. What the hell? Do it. I'll buy it. (laughs) <laughs> Facts, yeah yeah that's the best literally the best advice yeah get out of your comfort zone get out of your it. comfort zone exactly yeah now i now i don't care what i say <laughs> it's great it's great <laughs> podcast is done <laughs> podcast is done <laughs> tell this chick to shut up <laughs> make sure you guys follow her drop Thank your you. uh, business ads and um, ads. so my main is sarah shepherd s-h-e-p-h-a-r-d and my 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 brand is shamu design S-H-A-M-U design. Follow it. I got some loungewear stuff. Um, I'm getting stuff for guys too. So all the homies aren't limited. 
Well, I can't wait for that. Make sure yeah. you check it out. Drop a like, subscribe, comment. Subscribe, do all that stuff. <laughs> all that fun stuff. All that fun stuff. <laughs> Bye. Bye. And thanks again. Yeah. <laughs>